0: Well, down at the cross where my Savior died, down for from cleansing from sin I cry, there to my heart was the blood applied, glory to His name. Down at the cross where my Savior died. Down where from cleansing, from sin I cried. There to my heart was the blood applied. Glory to His name. I am so wondrously safe from sin. Jesus so sweetly abides within there at the cross where he took me in. Glory to his name. I'm singing glory to his name. Oh, glory to his name. Where there to my heart was the blood applied. Glory to his name. O oh, precious fountain that saves from sin I am so glad I have been turned in There Jesus saves me and keeps me clean Glory to his name Oh come to this fountain so rich and sweet. Cast thy poor soul at the Savior's feet. Plunge into day and be made complete. Glory to His name, I'm singing glory to His name, glory to His name. There to my heart was the blood applied, glory to his name. I'm singing glory to his name, oh glory to his name. There to my heart was the blood applied. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. God, I praise you again tonight, Lord, uh, for you alone are worthy to be exalted. Oh, God, we come into your presence tonight. Uh, We enter your gates with thanksgiving and into your courts with praise. We are thankful again tonight for thy glorious name, O God. For your loving kindness over us is better than life. Uh, And my lips shall praise thee while I live, God. Uh, I thank you tonight, Lord, for my family, O God. Uh, For my children, my brothers and sisters in the Lord tonight. Uh, Each and every one, God, I pray for our nation tonight. Uh, I bind this evil disease across the land tonight. Uh, I bind the spirit of fear tonight, oh God. Uh, I plead your blood over this nation tonight. Uh, in every home, upon every sickness, oh God. Uh, in every hospital ward uh, tonight. Uh, in every nursing home, God. In every mental institution. Uh, every workplace tonight, oh God. Uh, the nurses, the doctors. Uh, those that are first responders, oh God, I plead your blood tonight upon every pastor, every saint of God around the globe tonight, oh God, and every nation, kindred, and tongue. I plead your blood tonight over him, oh God, asking you to root out evil and wickedness and unrighteousness and unholiness, uh, impurity. Oh God, I have you to have your way tonight, oh God. God, uh, make a way where there seems to be no way. Open doors. uh. Oh, God, you said in your word that you have set a door that no man can shut. Uh, We need you tonight, Lord, to strengthen the body of Christ, uh, to encourage the believers tonight, Lord, uh, that they will stand upon thy word, oh, God, uh, that they will hold true to your word, oh, God, and steadfast uh, and immovable, Lord. I thank you tonight, Jesus. Uh, Oh, come along with us tonight, O oh God. Oh, I thank you, Jesus, for you people that are under the sound of my voice uh, online tonight, God, in their homes, their families, their loved ones, uh, as they praise you, as they worship you, as they call unto your name, oh God. I thank you, Jesus. Give us your wisdom. Give us your knowledge. Give us your understanding, O oh God. Raise up the sick and body tonight, O oh God. Raise up the discouragers tonight, O oh God. Let the worshipers arise. Let the sons and the daughters sing. We're giving you our all tonight, O oh God. We're worshiping our king again tonight, O oh Lord Jesus. Oh God, I feel you drawing nearer. Uh, oh God, is the sound of retreat. Uh, oh God, I praise you, Jesus, again tonight. Uh, oh God, I hear your voice saying, hold the fort, you're coming. Uh, oh God, I thank you tonight, oh Lord. Uh, oh, I praise you, Jesus. We will raise the banter back. Uh, by thy strength and thy grace, we will. Uh, we'll hold on to that unchanging hand. We'll build our hopes uh, on things eternal tonight. Uh, Oh, I trust you, Lord. I believe in you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Let me walk with you, Jesus. Don't ever leave me alone. For without you, I could never, no, never make heaven my home. So let me walk with you, Jesus. Don't ever leave me alone. For without you I could never, no, never make heaven my home. So let me walk with you, Jesus. Don't ever leave me alone. For without you, I could never no, never make heaven my home. Learning to lean, I'm learning to lean, I'm learning. To lean on oh Jesus. Finding more power than I've ever dreamed. I'm learning to lean on oh Jesus. Oh, I'm learning to lean, I'm learning to lean, I'm learning to lean on Jesus, finding More power than I ever dreamed. I'm learning to lean on Jesus. Hallelujah. God, I'm learning to lean on you tonight. Uh, Every day, God, I trust in thee, O Lord. Uh, I've learned to trust in you, Lord. I've learned to lean on you, O God. Uh, I've learned to wait upon you, O God, for your word says uh, that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Uh, They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run uh, and not be weary. They shall walk uh, and not Uh, Teach us how to wait upon you, O God, because you are our refuge, and God, you are our strength. Uh, You are very present help in trouble. uh, Though the earth be moved and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, O God, uh, we will not Dear O oh God. We will not waver. We will not stray, O oh God, but we will stand strong, God, because your word tell us to wait, to wait on the Lord, to rest in you, to be of good courage, and to hold to your unchanging hand, O oh God. I know you have come through for us, Lord, and we thank you. We thank you again tonight. Amen. God bless you. I pray that everyone under the sound of my voice tonight uh, is doing well. Amen. And I pray that you are with your family and loved ones. Uh, Amen. And you're ready to study God's word that we want to get right into our study. Amen. Again, tonight we've been talking about compassion. Amen. Praise God. Having that compassion the compassion. That Jesus had, as we've already seen in our study, the Bible tells us of Philippians two, to let the mind of Christ be in us, uh, and Jesus, as you study the Word of God, he was constantly moved with compassion. The Bible says, when he saw the multitude as sheep without a shepherd, he was moved with compassion, and he went about to alleviate their suffering. Amen, throughout the scriptures of the Gospel, as you began to Follow Jesus and follow his tracks and the trails. Amen. The Bible says he constantly had need to go through certain places. We see in John 4, the Bible tells us he had need to go through Samaria. Amen. Jesus went to Samaria. He met a woman there at the well. He did not criticize her, but he had compassion. Amen. He was moved with compassion. We went to the wedding in John 2, and we got there. They didn't have wine for the wedding. He was moved with compassion to alleviate the problem. Amen. And we must have that same compassion developing in us. Amen. We must be moved with compassion. The world today needs to see compassion. Now, last week we was talking about having compassion on yourself. Amen. We saw, as we were studying uh, this, amen, compassion, uh, self-compassion, amen, maybe see ourselves as needing compassion. Compassion for self is a process of self-kindness and acceptance, suffering, as part of the life that we live. And so that's one of the things we have got to get to, amen, is to be able to have self-compassion on ourselves. We saw last week that the prodigal son came to himself. He humbled himself. He says, this is what I'm going to do. I will get up and I will go to my father and I will say to my father, Father, I've sinned against heaven and against thee, and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me one of your hired servants, out Amen. He humbled himself, but the father, the scripture says, had compassion on him there in Luke 15. God had compassion on him. The father had compassion, and the father restored the son. Amen. But we see that his brother did not have compassion on his son, on the brother. Amen. And so that story is told to show us a lesson so that we have an understanding. Of the importance of self-compassion. Amen. If we have compassion on ourselves, we will have compassion on others. Now, one of the things that thoughts uh, self-compassion, there's basically three things that will stop you from having self-compassion or preventing you from having compassion. And one of them is self-criticism. The other is self-isolation. And the self, this third one is being absorbed with yourself. Amen. So tonight we want to touch a little bit on self-criticism. It's amazing to me the number of people in those church that is critical of themselves. They seem to never be able to get over things that happened millions of years ago, if you want to put it that way. Amen. I sound like somebody else now. But and it's okay. But we we, we got to realize things that have 20, 30, 40 years ago, 20, 10 years ago, we can't keep focusing on these things and finding fault with ourselves because we made a mistake. Amen. We have to take every mistake, I believe, as a lesson learned. We have to look at the mistakes that we make in our lives and see how can it help me to become more like God. What can I do to progress over this mistake? How did this mistake happen so I can use it to be able to teach others and to help others to grow and their walk with God, amen, because if I'm going to have compassion, I'm going to have to have some knowledge and understanding of what people are going through in their lives, amen. Jesus had compassion because the Bible tells us, amen, look at Hebrews. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 2, amen, Hebrews chapter 2, starting with verse 17 and verse 18, amen. Praise God. Back up to 16. Let's go to 16. I like 16 to start this night. Amen. Second, uh, Hebrews chapter two, verse 16 through verse 18. For verily, notice, he took not on himself the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. In other words, he became a human being. God became a human being. Wherefore, in all things that behoove him, to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest and things pertaining to God, to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself have suffered being tempted, he is able to secure or to help them that are tempted. Amen. So God became just like you and I. Amen. He robed himself in flesh. He came to the earth. Amen. And he suffered and went through things just like you and I, the Bible says, so that he was able to understand and to be able to help others. Amen. If I never go through things in my life, I'm never going to be useful to be able to share And help people to be able to get over things. Amen. So I've got to understand what people are going through. So therefore, I am able to help them amen you don't want to be critical of yourself because you make a mistake you don't want to be pointing your fingers saying oh i'm no good because i'm this race or i'm no good because i'm this fat or this skinny or i live here or, i live there you want to be able to help people amen to get through whatever they're suffering and whatever they're facing in their lives you don't want to be critical. Jesus says in John 3, amen, go to John 3 now, verse 16 and verse 17. Verse 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have ever in life. Verse 17, here's the kicker. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but the world through him, might be saved so if god did not come to condemn the world then why are you condemning yourself why are you keep finding fault with yourself why do you keep saying you're no good amen god did not choose you out of the world amen because you was no good amen he chose you for a purpose that what he has to do. He knew you. Amen. The, the psalmster says he knew me in my mother's womb. He told Jeremiah, amen, I knew you before you was ever in your mother's womb. Amen. So God knows us. He knows everything about us. And so therefore, he chooses us. He pulls us out of the world, amen, for a purpose. Peter says in First Peter 2, 9, but you are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him that has called you out of darkness unto his marvelous light. If you are critical of yourself, if you keep finding fault with yourself every time you make a mistake or you do something wrong, you're still walking in darkness. Amen. You're still sitting in darkness. Uh, Amen. Depression did not come. Amen. With the Holy Ghost. Being critical of yourself did not come with the Holy Ghost. Uh, The Holy Ghost came with power and love and a sound mind. Praise God. You've got to realize this. So if God did not come to condemn the world, but to save the world, then therefore you need to realize if he's poured you out, He loves you. Praise God. So we can't keep finding fault with ourselves. Paul says in Romans 8, verse 1. Romans 8, verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh... But after the Spirit, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ has made us free from the law of sin and death. See, notice, we are free. Jesus says, if the Son, therefore, make you free, you are free indeed. So what are you doing being critical of yourself? What are you doing finding fault with yourself? God didn't find fault with you. He forgave you. Amen. (laughs) Praise God. If he didn't have a purpose for you, he'd have left you where you were. But he has a purpose for you. So stop condemning yourself, amen, because God is greater than your heart, amen. Look unto him and be you saved, all the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is none else. Praise God. He's able to deliver. He's able to secure. He's able to help them that are struggling in life. See, but if you don't find compassion for yourself, you're going to keep criticizing yourself. Your creativity is is going to keep pulling you down and down and down. Praise God. You've got to hold on to God's unchanging hand. We have got to get to the point uh, in our lives, amen, that we stake on God's word. Amen. Stop being critical of yourself. Live the Word of God. When are we going to get to that point as Christians that God's Word is for us? I think the Scripture says if God be for us, some guy wrote a book, says if God be for us, who can be against us? If God be for us, everybody else might as well be for us. But see, criticizing yourself will, will, will prevent you from having self compassion. It will prevent you from having self compassion on yourself, and it will prevent you from having self compassion on others. Why? Because you're looking at yourself, you're finding so much fault with yourself. What is transpiring is you can't see other people suffering. But see, this is what Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy 1.7. He says, stir up the gift that is in you. For God is not giving you the spirit of fear, but he's giving you power, he's giving you love, and he's giving you a signed mind. Amen. Because Isaiah says he will keep you in perfect peace, whose mind It stayed upon him because you trust in him. Trust in the Lord Jehovah forever. For the Lord Jehovah is an everlasting strength. Praise God. You just need to stir up every time you make a mistake and stop blaming yourself and start holding and trusting and holding to the word of God. Paul said to the church of Galatia in the third chapter, amen, Galatians chapter 3, Verse 1, he says, Oh foolish Galatians, who have bewitched you? In other words, who tricked you? Who's caused you to not be able to see and realize that you should not obey the truth that before whose eyes Jesus Christ has been evidence set upon you? This only I want to know of you, he says. Verse 2. Amen. He says, this is all I want to learn from you. Did you get the Holy Ghost by the work of the law or the hearing by faith? Verse 3. Are you so foolish? Having begun in the Spirit, now do you think the flesh is going to make you perfect? It's not going to happen. You can sit around and criticize yourself because once you start criticizing yourself, you just walked out of the Spirit. You are walking in the flesh now. You are walking in the flesh. But Paul says, this I say then, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusted against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And they're contrary to one to the other so that you cannot do the thing that you would. You can't keep criticizing yourself and being Critical and finding fault with yourself because you make a mistake. That's why God put in place to repent. You can repent of the wrong that you do and stay on course. Praise God. You 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 need to be able to get up, Amen, and start living after God and doing what is right. You is a it's a new day. Every morning you get up, you need to get up with a praise in your heart. You need to get up and and worship God. You need to to rise up, uh, as the Psalms says uh, in Psalms 113. Praise ye the Lord. Praise, O you servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord from this time forth uh, and forevermore, from the rising of the sun uh, until the going down of the same. The Lord's name is to be praised. Uh, You need to use your voice uh, To worship God. The Bible says in Psalms 100, let everything that have breath uh, praise the Lord. Uh, You need to not find fault with yourself. You need to praise God continually. Praise God. Look at Hebrews chapter 5. Hebrews chapter 5. Praise God. Amen. Verse 1 and verse 2. Hebrews chapter 5. Verse 1 and verse 2. For every high priest taken from among men is ordained for men and things pertaining to God, that he may offer both gifts and sacrifice for sins who can have what? Compassion on the ignorant and on them that are out of the way, for that he himself also is compassed with infirmities. Amen. So we have to be able to have compassion on those that are wrong. But if I'm constantly finding fault, I'm going to be able to help somebody else that's going through the wrong. Amen. I've got to keep my mind stayed upon him. Praise God. And so I've got to get up in the morning and I've got to worship God. I've got to get my praise on. Amen. The Bible says in Hebrews 13:15, therefore by him let us offer the sacrifices of praise continually with the fruits of our lips, giving thanks unto his name praise god i'm trying to get there to listen tonight i'm just trying to lay a little foundation here but we've got to get this thing together praise god we we got to realize who we are in Christ. Uh, you're not to be fine and fault with yourself. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away, and behold, all things uh, become new. Praise God. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus, if I'm walking around condemning myself, if I'm walking around being critical of myself, then I am not a new creature in Christ Jesus. I'm still walking around as the old man. That's what I did as the old man. Jesus says, I am come that they may have life and that more abundantly. Amen. The joy of the Lord is my strength, Nehemiah said. Eat the fruit, drink the wine. Send some to them that will thou. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Praise God. He didn't say the criticism of your life is your strength. That's weakness. Look at 2nd, uh, Corinthians chapter 4. 2nd Corinthians chapter 4. Fall right into the church here at Corinth. Starting with verse, I'll kick off here, let's start with verse 3. But if this gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. See, people that are lost, a lot of them are suffering. They're going through things in their lives and they don't know how to get out of it. They don't know what is coming after them. They don't know what is happening. They think, oh, my goodness, I'm going to die, all kinds of problems, every situation. They don't seem to have a clue how they're going to work it out. But you, beloved, <laughs> you are supposed to know the purpose The gospel. You're supposed to know how the gospel can change your life because you've experienced the gospel. Amen. You've gone through the gospel. You've repented of your sins. You've been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you've received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Hopefully. Amen. You have applied the gospel to your life so that you can help someone else with the gospel. Amen. You, the compassion you're gonna need flows from the understanding that you understand the gospel. In other words, you know that Jesus Christ is the gospel, and so with Christ in you, the hope of glory, what was in Christ will flow out of you to the others. That's why Jesus says, I was sick and you came to me. I was hungry and you gave me meat. I was naked and you clothed me. Sick and you visited me. And prison and you came to me. Amen. We have to realize... Those are people that are not being critical of themselves. You ain't going to go visit people. You're not going to care about people's sickness if you're being critical of yourself because you don't even have compassion for yourself. So Paul goes on in the fourth verse in 2 Corinthians. And whom we, the God of this world, has blinded the minds of them that believe not, Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine to them. Now, in your study, if you go back to John chapter 3, when Jesus says that God sent not his Son in the world to condemn the world, but the world might through him might be saved, the next verse he says is, here's condemnation. He says, here's why the people is condemning themselves. Because they love darkness rather than the light. Say, if you're in the wall, you're going to keep finding fault. You're going to keep criticizing yourself. Amen. But if you're the child of God, then light should be in you. You should understand what is inside of you, what is operating inside of you, and who is leading you and guiding your life. Praise God. You don't need to be sitting in darkness. That's why the Psalmist says in Psalms 139, if I sit in darkness, the Lord is going to be a light around about me. Praise God. Then he says, the darkness hide not from thee. The night and the light are both alike to God. And so if God is in me, I can be able to see how everything is working in my life. So Paul says, if this gospel is hid, is hid them who's lost, and whom the God of this world, Satan, has blinded their minds. Verse 5, for we preach not ourselves, but Jesus Christ the Lord, and ourselves, your servants, for Jesus' sake. We're servants of the Lord. And if the servants of the Lord, Paul says in Timothy, 2 Timothy, chapter 22. Hold your finger right there in 1 Corinthians because we're coming back. Amen. Go to 2 Timothy real quick. Boy, this is getting good. I'm about to run out of here. Amen. 2 Timothy, chapter 2, verse 24. He says, and the servants of the Lord must not strive. But be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient, in meekness, and instructing those that oppose themselves. If God prevents you, or God by chance will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil, which has taken them captive at his will. See, the enemy of other people's soul that is in darkness, he wants to keep them in darkness. He don't want them to be able to see the light because he knows that once they come into the knowledge of the truth, And the light, uh, amen, his chains over them is going to be broken. The things that is binding them, the fears, the hurt, the sufferings, and the things they're going to go through is going to be broken because the gospel, because Jesus is going to set them free. Praise God. And notice what he said. The servants of the Lord must not strive. Amen. You must, must not be argumentative. Amen. You must be gentle. You must be Be patient. You must be humble. You must be kind. Because these are the things that flows out of compassion. Amen. But if you don't have compassion for yourself, you're not going to be a servant of the Lord. You're not going to be a true cross-bearer of God. Amen. You've got to learn what God has chosen you for, not to be critical of yourself. Amen. You might make a mistake, but get up. Praise God. A just man falls seven times, but he gets up again. Praise God. Amen. So if this gospel is hid, they're lost. Amen. But the gospel we preach, Jesus, the one that's able to deliver. Verse six of second Corinthians chapter four. The God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness in the beginning, (laughs) because <laughs> you remember Genesis 1, in the beginning, God said, let there be light, and there was light. The earth was void and without light, and it was dark. Say, when God comes in, when Jesus comes in, the light comes in. Amen. Because God is light. That's why the Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, this is the message we've heard and declared unto you. God is light. In him is no darkness at all. So if God is in you... And what are you being critical for? That's darkness. Being critical of yourself and finding fault for everything you've done wrong 900 years ago. That's thats walking in darkness. Is he in you or not? Praise God. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness. Have shined in our hearts to do what? To give knowledge, (laughs) to give the light of knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Amen. We have been called to proclaim truth and without controversy. (laughs) Great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached to the Gentiles, bleed on in the world, received back up in the glory. Amen. To bring the light of the knowledge of God in the face of Jesus Christ. In other words, we have the responsibility to tell people who Jesus is. We have the responsibility to share with them who can help them in their suffering. We have the responsibility to share with them God's love, so that they would come in that relationship with God, so that they can be delivered. Notice what Paul says. They can recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who has taken them captive at his will. But if they don't know Christ, if they don't know the reason of the gospel, then they're going to be captive forever, and they're going to be critical of themselves forever. And they're never going to have compassion on anybody We must be moved with compassion. Verse 7. But we have this treasure and earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Notice what's inside of you. This treasure, this Holy Ghost inside of you, this power. Notice what Paul goes on and says, verse 8. We're troubled on every side. We got trouble coming from every place. (laughs) Amen. You look at our world that we live in, there's troubles everywhere. Troubles on the left, troubles on the right, trouble on the front. Every time you turn around, it seems like that's all the media is throwing at you. It's trouble, 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 trouble. Amen. Nothing but trouble seems to, to be coming at you from every place. Amen. But notice what he said. We're not distressed. Amen. We're not distressed because there's trouble. Amen. We've got something deeper within us. How can I be in trouble when Almighty God is inside of me? Huh? You, you, you explain that. How can you walk around depressed when God is in you? That did not come with the Holy Ghost. You need to check yourself. As Paul says, examine yourself, whether you be in the faith. He says, prove your own self. Know you're not how that Christ is in you, except you be a reprobate. He says, but I trust that you know that you are not a reprobate. Praise God. If God is in you, then you're not supposed to be depressed. You have the power I don't care how much sickness comes your way. I don't care how bad you feel. You still have the power to lift up holy hands, to magnify God, to exalt God, to praise God. Amen. He did not put a stipulation on what you had to feel like to praise Him. He just says, if you've got breath, let everything praise the Lord. And so the more you praise God, the better you're going to feel. Because he will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon him. Paul says we're troubled on every side, but we're not depressed, distressed. He says we're perplexed. Amen. We're confused sometimes. There are sometimes I don't understand at all. But as the songwriter said, by and by, when the morning come and all the saints of God are gathered at home, We will tell the story, how we overcome, and we'll understand it better by and by. Hallelujah. We are confused sometimes about some things that is transpiring and things that are taking place. But notice what he says. But we're not hopeless. Uh, we're not in despair. Amen. we got an anchor of hope. Uh, I am attached uh, to the anchor of hope. Uh, and that anchor is sure and steadfast uh, and unmovable, uh, always abounding. And the God of my Savior and my Lord. Amen. We're not hopeless. Uh, praise God. Greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. Uh, Amen. We might be paraplexed, but we're not in despair. Uh, Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, Amen. The things are written before was written for our learning, Paul said, that we through patience and comfort of the Scripture might find hope. Uh, Amen. Or might have hope. Uh, We can get any Scripture and we'll find hope. Uh, We might be confused, uh, but I'm not hopeless, friend. i got a God who with his angels is watching over me. I've got a God who puts my enemies beneath my feet. I've got a God who's with me when I'm sick and when I'm feeling well. I've got a God, and my God will not fail. His name is Jesus, and his word says he will give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. Praise God. God is with me. Persecuted. Yeah. Oh yes. Jesus says, Blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all matters of evil falsely against you for my name's sake. He says, Rejoice. I don't see a word in that passage in Matthew five where he says, Walk around with your head down, walk around and complain. Walk around and be bitter. No, he says rejoice. My goodness. So you telling me Jesus to get excited? Yeah. <laughs> get excited because they did it to the prophets before you. Praise God. So get excited. That's why Paul says uh, in Philippians 4.4, rejoice uh, evermore. And again, I say rejoice. Uh, Let your moderations be known to all men that the Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing but in everything with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made on unto God and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, will keep you hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are of a good report, if, if whatsoever things are lovely, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things, those things which you have heard and learned and seen in me do, and the God of love and peace, will be with you. Get in the habit of worshiping God when you're going through things. We are persecuted, but we're not forsaken. We're cast down, but we're not destroyed. We are always bearing about in this body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be manifest in us that people can still see Christ in you. Praise God. Not to be critical. If you're a critic of yourself, who's going to believe you're a Christian? You walk around depressed, who's going to believe you're a Christian? Come on. Live the Word of God. He didn't come to condemn the world. You come to save. Are you saved? If you are saved, then you should be rejoicing. This world is not your home. You're now just here to help someone else. As Abraham Lincoln said, when you reach the top, turn around and help somebody else up. Be comp- if I'm excited, if I'm rejoicing, if I wake up in the morning excited about the Lord, I'm going to start looking for people that need help. I'm going to get on my phone. I'm going to call somebody and say, Hey, man, how you doing? What's going on? You doing all right? And if they tell me they're not, then I'm going to pray with them. I'm going to show some compassion. People don't realize that pray with somebody when they're going through things is showing compassion. See, because Jesus says, if two of you agree on earth as touching anything in the name of the Lord, it'll be done. See, I have to let him work. And my Bible says in Isaiah 43, he'll work if we let him. So I'm going to give him an opportunity to work. So I'm going to hold him to his word. I'm going to take your hand or either over the phone, I'm going to pray with you. And I'm going to call upon the name of the Lord, and I'm going to hold God's word over you. I'm going to plead the blood of Jesus over you, over your situation, over what you might be going through in your life. And I know my God, he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all I could ever ask or think according to the power that's working in me. Praise God. Hallelujah. I gotta be moved with compassion. Hallelujah. I can't be walking around discouraged. Paul goes on. He says we're always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jump down to verse sixteen. For which cause? Second Corinthians four sixteen. For this cause. A which cause? Notice what he says. We faint not. We don't quit. We don't throw in the towel. We faint not. But though the outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Hallelujah. God inside of you. God in you, the hope of all glory. Hallelujah. He's renewed day by day. Amen. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. He's renewed the inward man. That's why Jeremiah says, it's the Lord's mercy that we're not consumed because his compassion fell not. It's renewed when? Every morning, day by day. The compassion of God inside of me should be renewed every day. And that's why I don't faint. That's why I don't get weary. That's why I don't get tired. That's why the Bible says in Galatians 6, 9, and let us not be weary and well-doing, for in due season we will reap If we faint not, as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good to all men, especially to them who are the household of faith. Amen. We don't faint, Paul says. He says, for this cause we faint not. Though the outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Verse 17. For the light afflictions. They're only small things. See, we make a mountain over a molehill. You know how you make a mountain out of a molehill? Just add more dirt. That's all you got to do. The more dirt you keep adding, the bigger it's going to get. You keep criticizing yourself, you know what's going to happen? It's going to become reality. You're going to be depressed. You're going to be downtrodden. You're going to lose hope. The more you talk evil to yourself, the more you find fault with yourself, the more depressed, the more downtrodden, the more, uh, you know, you ain't going to have any hope, and you're going to miss the mark. Because if you're critical of yourself, you're not going to have compassion for yourself, and you're not going to have compassion for anybody else. He said the light afflictions. Amen. David says in Psalms 20, uh, 34, 19, he says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivers us out of them all. Amen. Those light afflictions, they're, they're only for a moment. That's all. They're, they're just for a moment. They're helping to develop you. They're giving you some development. They're helping you to give you some learning so that you know how to go through things, so that you can be a helper to someone else. See, if I've never been through what you're going through, how am I going to help you? See, but if I know can associate with what you've been going through, I'm more likely to comfort you and what you're going through, because I know I've been there. See, so, so this is why he says, the light afflictions, they're only for a moment. We faint not. They're working in you a more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Amen. They're preparing us for that new Jerusalem. He goes on to verse 18. While we look not at the things which are seen, but for the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal. Amen. But the things which are not seen are are eternal, and that's what we're looking for, is those eternal things uh, that God has for us, praise God, we don't want to be critical of ourselves, amen, we want to use it for learning, the mistakes that you made, amen, is to help you learn, amen, to look at it uh, and say, why did this happen, why did that transpire, why did I do that? Amen. So that you can learn so that you don't make the same mistake again. That's why it's part of learning and it's part of development. Praise God. We, we've got to realize when David sinned with Bathsheba, Amen. He he prayed. Amen. And once he was told what he had did wrong, he didn't do it again. It was a learning curve. It was a learning tube. And that's why those stories in the Bible, is for you and me. Amen. That's just like when you look at uh, 1 Kings chapter 19. Elijah, amen. After Jezebel told him she was going to kill him, amen. After he had killed all the false prophets, he took off running. And he went and hid under a juniper tree. Praise God. And he's sitting under the juniper tree, depressed. And the angel of the Lord come to him and says, What are you doing here, Elijah? He says, You need to get up and eat. He says, because the journey is long, man. You got 40 day journey. You need to eat. And the angel goes and come back and find him down still depressed. He says, What are you doing here? Oh, I've been jealous for the Lord because he killed all the prophets, and I'm the only one left. Start finding ways. He says, what are you talking about? Then he went and hid in a cave. That's what happens, see, when you get start criticizing yourself. Start finding fault with self and think it's only you and you, all, oh, me, all oh, my, and all that stuff. You know, what's going to happen? You know, you're going to go in the cave. Maybe that's why some people go in the man cave. Yeah. You know, you got to get out of the cave. And while he's in the cave, the Lord passed by. And there was an earthquake, but the Lord wasn't in the earthquake. There was a strong wind, but the Lord wasn't in the wind. There was a fire, but the Lord wasn't in the fire. But he was in a still, small voice. Amen. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and, I, and Elijah come out of that cave, and the Lord met him again. He says, what are you doing here? He said, oh, I've been jealous. God said, man, i got 7,000 that have not bowed. Amen. See, don't be critical of yourself. Praise God. Just because you get bad news. Rejoice. They came and told Jesus, this is, uh, Herod is is going to kill you. He says, go tell that fox. <laughs> I healed today and I'm healed tomorrow. Amen. He, he he was not afraid. Amen. So we have to realize that we have been called, amen, to prepare for compassion to a lost In a dying world. Amen. Paul says, what? In 1 Corinthians 6.19. Paul says, what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God. And you are not your own, for you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God. You're not your own. You belong to God. So what are you walking around criticizing yourself for? Amen. Get compassion on yourself when you make a mistake. Have some compassion. On some, have compassion. Make a difference. Others pull pull out of the fire, hating even their garments, spotted with the flesh. Paul goes on in Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I live for Jesus. Amen. Praise God. As the songwriter says, life is good because God is. Life is good because I'm his. New life springing up, growing in the sun, walking hand in hand, and having some fun because life is so, so good. Amen. Life Life is too good to be critical, to find fault, to be depressed. Amen. When God Have brought me out of darkness, and you out of darkness, my brothers and sisters, unto his marvelous light. And Jesus says, come unto me, all ye that are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. And Isaiah said in 28, 11, and 12, with stubborn lips and another tongue, will I speak unto my people. Wherefore, he said, this is the rest, that will call the weary the rest, and this is the refreshing. Praise God. The Holy Ghost is the refreshing. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Praise God. So don't prevent yourself from being compassionate because you're critical of yourself. Amen. Don't be critical of yourself, but allow God to use you for the purpose that he has chosen you for. Amen. And let's be compassionate on others. Amen. Praise God tonight. Lord, I thank you. Oh, God, I praise you. I glorify you for your word tonight. I thank you for your people under the sound of my voice on the airwaves tonight. Continue, Lord God, to draw their hearts and their mind and strengthen them in every place, Lord, and bless them today. Keep them strong in you, Lord, in every place. Let your blood flow down to them. God, your word tells me you was wounded for our transgressions and you were bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace. Is upon you, and with your stripes we are healed. And I'm asking for your healing in every area and every life. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Don't forget, Sunday morning, amen. We'll be on live screaming again, amen. We have prayer in your homes, amen. At nine o'clock, we start prayer. I'll be praying here. Amen. Then 930, our discipleship. We're still talking about the epistle of John. Amen. Please join with us as we study. Tell your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, your guests. Amen. All the ones you know, invite them to be a part, amen, of this discipleship so that we can grow. And then we have our worship service at 1030. Amen. We're excited about what God is doing. Amen. Our prayers and love is with each and every one of you. Stay encouraged. Stay strong. Because God is coming and this thing is going to be over pretty soon. Amen. Praise God. You're also available on YouTube. Amen. The Capra Apostolic of Lacrosse. The lessons and the messages are being, being uh, preached and taught. Amen. You can share that as well. Amen. Praise God. God bless you. Have a wonderful night.